Hello and welcome to WonderPod, episode 264. My headphones are about to fall off my head edition. Trying to do this more with just one headphone on so I can modulate my very loud voice. And some some weeks it works and some weeks it doesn't. Uh, Two weeks ago, when we were last on the air, there's a 10-second bit of dead air that got cut out. And apparently John didn't hear it because... My headphones did actually fall off my head. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, my fat ass neck <laughs> clanked pretty good. Um, yep, we we were not here last week. We we had all had some personal business to attend to, so you didn't get a show. And you know what? I used to stress about that. <laughs> and I love all you listeners dearly, all ten of you. So again, all ten of you hardcore listeners. But these days, when we can't miss a show, I'm like, woohoo, video games on Thursday night. Fucking awesome. <laughs> it's free. I mean, it never gets to the point where it's like, okay, yeah, I like doing, I like playing video games on my Thursday nights more than I do the show. It's never reached that point, and if it does, well, the show's probably over. But, but it was kind of that, like, last week wasn't a good example. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but, but generally, it's like, if, well, if we can't do a show... We just can't do a show. <laughs> Anyways, joining me this week, as he always does, it's John. Hey, hey, everybody. Yeah, it's uh, John coming coming to you from where summer finally showed up. Uh, we're, we're sitting in some nice temperatures now, though it was awfully sticky today. I'm sure it's not as sticky as you guys get, but or as certainly as place gets, but uh, it's for us, it was pretty damn sticky today. It was in the high high twenties, and my my, the, my entire workplace was covered in a light film of sweat. Ew! <laughs> and not just the people; it was like the whole place was covered in a layer of uh, moisture. You know what's funny? Well, first off, the high twenties would have been the low here today. Ah, not quite. It was a little cool. It's actually been pretty nice here. But uh, you know what's funny? There's a lot of things I can tolerate, but like when I've when I used to work out at the gym or I've been sweating a lot at work and I put my arm down on something like this desktop, like I like I've got here, you know, or probably the science lab table things you guys work with at work, I would imagine. Um mm-hmm. have a t- have a top surface that I would be familiar with. Uh I did that streak ewes me out. Like when you put a sweaty arm down on it and then <laughs> but um that was i gonna say about whether oh yeah oh god yeah it's it's been nice here but we're having wildfires as we do every summer there doesn't have to be a mega drought that the, makes the media notice we have wildfires we have them every summer some summers are worse than others this summer happens to be worse because the fuel is much drier but you know you get things burning hot enough, unless it's absolutely turned to Oregon, <laughs> in my part of California, or Washington. Um, but I can tell you as a Californian that it's slightly worse than it would be on a normal year, but not really all that horrible. Mm. It just happened to be burning close to my area, so a few days have been smoggy. <laughs> in fact, Monday was bad enough that it was even bothering me a little bit. Um but uh, it's like, yeah, the drought caused these wildfires. But you know what? Shit-headed forest management between 
environmentalists and logging companies and the government has probably done just as much as the fucking drought does. <laughs> Balanced answer to management of anything? No. Gotta either have one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Who loses in the end? Nah, the forest do, actually. You really want to know the truth. <laughs> It's like one of you is trying to protect it, one of you wants to clear cut it, and neither of you are getting anything you want done because it's all fucking going up in a giant fireball. That makes sense. You know, if you explain that concept to a five-year-old, they go, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. It's adults. Like, if we explain that to Peter, he'd go, that's stupid. Because he's, he, he, he's not tainted by bias or tainted by personal beliefs. He's just like... Why would you do that? That's stupid. Why would you want that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. In other words, don't ever grow up, not to your son, to anybody. That's <laughs> under the age of like 30, that's nah, 25. Um, I asked John before the show, and I have decided I'm going to do this. I don't tweet a lot on Twitter, but I use it as like a starting point to gather information. Uh, maybe just stuff I'm curious about. I follow, uh, <laughs> can't think of his fucking name. He's the scientist guy that everybody loves, and no, not Bill Nye. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think I fucked that up, but you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Yep. Okay. Follow him, because he is a fascinating dude. He gets a little preachy at times and gets on my nerves, but he's a really smart, fascinating, engaging dude that a lot of times I go and read stuff, you know, based on stuff he's talking about. Same with Adam Savage of the Mythbusters. Um, so it, uh, Twitter kind of tends to be like, oh, really? This is a thing? Let me go see this. And then da-da-da-da-da. And so I use it kind of as an information gathering. I'm trying to get better. I'm failing miserably, but I'm trying to get better at actually tweeting. But it's like, I, I, I fall into that, that category of, do you really want to know what I'm thinking right now? <laughs> no, you don't. But... Earlier today, I got a bunch of followers. I got like three or four followers. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. you know. And lately, the trend on Twitter has been, I'm going to follow you for a few weeks because you have similar tastes, I think. And then if you don't, if you don't go to my places, I'm going to unfollow you. And it irritates me with the YouTube crowd because that's more my realm. But other crowds, it's like, yeah, I'll follow you. Well, fine. And then when you unfollow me, I'll just unfollow you. Because um, <laughs> you're not getting net gain followers from me. But one that I may follow after, if if and when he unfollows me, happened to me today, and I gotta admit, it is the first time in my history on Twitter, and I've been a member of Twitter since 2008, I think, before it was even a big thing, yeah, 2008, um, the lead singer of Spin Doctors, the, the pop, kind of pop rock 90s group, followed me on Twitter today, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why are you following me, dude? I mean, it's, it was totally fucking awesome. I I marked out for a minute. I gotta admit, I did. But it was like, it was just like, what the hell? What's going on here? What did I do? <laughs> but uh, hopefully, we have just enough audience members of the correct age to know who in the hell the spin doctors are. That might only be a cool to you and I, John, or people of our our era. All right. Yeah, our age. Yeah, you'll have to hit us up on Twitter or, or face the Facebooks or the whatever you so desire to tell us if you know who the Spin Doctors are. But I do. I was legitimately happy 
Like, um, you know Quiglin. I don't know if you've ever been on a show with him. I can't remember which one of you was, but but you you, you know Q, my buddy from from MMOs and stuff. I told him, and he was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, dude, it's fucking awesome. Like, there's very few things on the internet that I don't at least have a tenth or at least a little bit of a turn of cynic and jaded jackass that I normally am. But that, and I don't care. If he unfollows me in three or four days, that's fine. It legitimately made my Thursday. That's <laughs> what I'm yeah. trying to say. Doesn't mean I... Huh? That's pretty swank, man. Well, I, th- I, I kind of, the other reason I decided to talk about it on the show when I asked you before was because how genuinely happy, even though I did my standard kind of me host bit of make fun of you about it, you were so genuinely happy, and it was a cool conversation you had with Tim um, Schaefer. Schaefer, yeah. Like months back, that you just, you kind of got to share those moments. I don't care, because the thing I've noticed is I don't care if you're doing a show like this or you're the most popular person on the internet. I've even seen an interview where PewDiePie, of all people, had, like, kind of was talking about something very similar to what I'm going on and on about. I think, think to me, it kind of indicates that you're you're at least a little down to earth when, no matter how, no, let me rephrase that, no matter what your station is in life, on the internet or off, there are still things that will make you happy and just like, oh, that is so fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I tend to notice that people that 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 will let down the the persona or the jaded jackass or whatever you want to term it to go, wow, that is really fucking cool. <laughs> you know, and it was. It was like and the funniest part about it was is like I was uh playing Worm Online as I that's the only game I play anymore. Uh and I was I was actually going through a YouTube playlist I have, and it has Spin Doctors Two Princes on it. So I was listening to it like two days ago, <laughs> and, and I'm like, and I got a couple more of their songs on there too. It just was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? You saw his profile, dude. Pretty much looks the same, just older. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was that was kind of a nice way to nice way for my Thursday, y'all. I'm not I'm not gonna deny it. I, I I really I get what Twitter's becoming, you know, but at the same time it's annoying because it's like you should be able to study a person's profile and tell if they're going to be the kind of target demographic or market that you want. Like like you know, the lead singer spin doctors, he's na- he nailed it. I am of his target demographic for whatever they're doing. Um you know, but but there's a lot of cases where it's just like Really? What enough? Because I followed so and so. Um, it's actually a fun game if you're on Twitter. It's a fun game you can play. You can try this, John. Like, I followed somebody who uh, I found their their taste and preference in beer interesting, and a buddy of mine had pointed me at this Twitter account. A buddy of mine who I was stunned even knew what Twitter was, but he is a micro beer snob, so maybe that makes a little sense, right? Right. So I followed this particular account he was talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that to hide anything. I just can't fucking remember, and I'm not looking through my followers to six months back to figure out who, which one it was, or following, excuse me. Anyway, so I follow this account, right? I at replied to him once because I tried a beer that they were talking about, and so they followed me. I now get beer and wine and liquor accounts following me. It's like I've tweeted at the beer dude twice. 
Yeah. But in a way, it's kind of cool because it's like I learned stuff. But it's a fun game you can play. Don't, you know, obviously find something that's going to fascinate you, you know, or something that's going to interest you to have in your Twitter feed. But, but it's happened to me now multiple times. I followed something just because I wanted one single piece of information or I found this person very cool. Neil deGrasse Tyson or Tyson. I'm going to look it up because I keep fucking slaughtering it. I had like four or five physics nerd physics nerds account follow me and it's like oh god i like physics but i am not the dude you're <laughs> you're gonna find for hey i i was actually i had it right and i said it kind of right uh-huh i am fucking stunned as bad as i normally slaughter um but it is kind of an amusing thing to do i thought I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Twitter's not for everybody. Pat and I had one little spat about it a long time ago. I think that was more me freaking yapping at him than Twitter in general. But but I I found it. I'm I'm getting to the point where it's the one that I go to most because it's just easy to parse through the stuff, you know, for for me. But um, but some of the trends that are on it now, as far as as far as why people follow you and why they don't, it's just it's really funny because I talk. Oh, speaking of that, let me see when his last one was. I have got to give a shout out, which we haven't done in a while. Oh yeah, no, I'm not doing it because of why he at replied me. Um, I haven't given a shout out to Roger in quite a while, but you know, I noticed a pattern with Roger, and I'm looking at my at replies right now. Um, okay, so July and July. He had two at replies in in um, in July, right? Right. Um, and one in June. But the thing I'm loving about Roger these days, and I'm loving about you, man, is he doesn't talk to me a lot on Twitter. But when he does, every fucking time, it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And every fucking time, it's really well done. So keep it up, dude. I would rather. <laughs> I would rather it keeps going this way because I know you're listening for one, and I know that you're, um, I know that you're enjoying what we're doing still. But also too, it's just fun because when I see it's one from Roger, I go, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, either I'll have a reply to this or I'll at least favorite it because like his last one, I th- I must have went off on. Oh, I know I did uh, on Joe Rogan. So and Roger replied at. At me, I, I agree about Joe Rogan. I'm like, well, yeah, if you agree with me about it, of course I'm going to love that. But uh, but it was pretty funny. He got me. Actually, one last thing on Roger. He got me because I edited the audio. This would have been the June 26th show, so that would have been, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, we, we had a little bit in there about something. Um, this would have been episode 258, which... One of you, and I can't remember who, said famous or infamous, or I did. I'm not sure. And when I, I edited it and I listened to it, and I'm like, ah, it doesn't deserve a note. Like, I'm looking at the post right now. I'm like, it doesn't, uh... oh, no, I did put it in. It was famous, damn it. So apparently I thought on the show that somebody had said infamous, and they'd said famous. Uh, so, right, so I put up the show, Bob's your uncle. Sorry, burping. Uh, Bob's your uncle and turn it loose the next day Roger says this hard to tell audio is a bit glitchy at that spot sounds like famous and then he hashtagged it infamous gate <laughs> and I'm like 
Was that audio fucked up? He he got he trolled me without trying to troll me because I hate when I fuck up the edit and I hate when I don't fix stuff. So like I pulled out the fucking raw file and and fast forwarded until I found it and I listened to it. I'm like this audio's oh god damn it. I'm like I didn't even I I didn't I don't think I went it back after him on Twitter. No, I didn't. I just favorited it. But I'm like I th- I thought maybe there was something wrong with the audio, and in my ever increasingly tired state, I just didn't fix it. <laughs> so good one, Roger. You got me really really good with that. But I was looking through my at replies, and and I realized that there isn't a damn thing Roger sends at me about stuff we do on the show that does not make me laugh. And so I thought I would take a moment to. Uh, to mention that to him because he's listened to us ever since you've come on the show and, and he's always he's always fun to interact with on Twitter and stuff. Um, yeah, he usually has a good zinger or two. I look, he, he I, I know I've known other people like him that like it's so like they just pick their spots and I I am very envious of that being able to just sit there and wait for the perfect moment and have that perfect zinger. You know, I prefer to riff off people and just talk nonstop as I've been doing. And so those people that can have the patience to sit there and wait and wait and wait and then, you know, nail that perfect spot, what they do in one zinger, I usually need five to do, you know, and it's usually a response to something somebody else said. Right. I might get that good one. I might get one as good as that person that sits there and waits, but it's going to take me six or seven (laughs) to their one. Ah, I've been using the machine gun approach for 20 years. I know. I changed now. Um, so you are watching a new show on Netflix, and here is the funny thing about that. It's getting to the point where I just watch YouTube while I'm playing Worm for background noise. It keeps me focused on the grinding I'm doing or whatever I'm doing, um, especially if I am grinding skills because, as I've said a billion times, that, that, that game is, you know, very, very grindy. And I was watching a old Craig Ferguson episode uh, his used to be late night show, and they were talking about Penny Dreadful and how great it was, and it was this and it was that and it was this and it was that. And I'm like, damn, I've I've vaguely heard about that it's yeah. on Netflix, and I've heard a lot of people say because, and then being me went right out of my <laughs> right out of my head, and I never bothered following through on it. So you are now watching it, yeah. So what, Is what it? A- I'm not recalling it right. Is it set in World War One or World War Two? Uh, neither. <laughs> it's Victorian, though, isn't it? Yeah, it takes pl- it takes pl- it takes place. Um, well, I mean, in the fictional world, it takes place around the time when uh, such characters as Victor Frankenstein and Dracula would have existed in the world. Because this this show is sort of a a team up. Of these kinds of character, of these characters that are, that would exist in that time, and um, I guess like when I first heard the premise, I, I thought of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen right away. You know, where, where that take on takes literary characters and, make, and turns them into a super team. But what, this isn't quite we like that. About that movie, I, it seems like you and I have argued about that movie before because I liked it. Yeah, I, I didn't think I didn't think it was so hot, mostly because I, I read the books and I thought the books were much. Better. Yeah, see, I think we have had this. Yeah, <laughs> we've had this discussion before because it's like I like the movie a lot. But I could see how somebody who's read all the books and stuff didn't. Yeah, and they're they're very different anyway. Um, uh, but quick but question. The, yeah. Do you know what an actual pen, penny dreadful is? 
Yes, I, I mean, um, it's it's one of those like uh, turn of the century publications, like uh, kind of far out there, uh, wild time oh, horror novel, basically. Yeah, 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 and and they and they refer to them in the in the in the show actually at one point. Oh, uh, do they? Yeah, yeah, because like how to describe it? They don't, they don't really talk about things like vampires. They, they, no, like it wasn't until. I think the sixth episode where someone said the word vampire, you know, there's these creatures that what that roam the earth in packs like wolves and, and they, and they consume and they overtake and they, and they, and then they move on very quickly as soon as they're discovered by anybody, you know, like they're, you know, they're, they don't call them anything, but somebody brings up this penny dreadful that, you know, kind of a crazy, you know, the, the, the cover of the, of the, of the, of the book uh, has vampire written across the top with a monster with fangs going, ah, you know, and it's it's only it's only then where they where they actually mention the word vampire, because um, the, the premise of the story is that you know from from Bram Stoker's Dracula one of the main uh, characters is Mina Harker, and, um, and Mina Murray Murray was her maiden name, and and so in this show her father is uh, is trying to 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 find her and rescue her from from this creature and and you know, no one has said the name Dracula. Nothing like that. I don't even know if he is Dracula, like, like you know, like Bram Stoker's Dracula. The the movie would would would, would tell you about. Um, but you know, there's a you know, but in in Penny Dreadful, this creature has all, all these women who are who are enslaved to him. Um, you know, their hair is all turned white, and they all and they have fangs and stuff. And and they and he go he go he's been going from um, these kind of dens uh, all over London. Um, well, probably more, probably outside London too, but like within the, what we've seen on the show is within London, trying to find, trying to find Mina. And, and the people who he has helping him, uh, from the beginning was this uh, woman named Vanessa. And Vanessa is a childhood friend of Mina who, who has these connections to the spirit world. Like she has a, she has a, we don't know the full story yet, but it appears to be a demon is sort of, sort of. Uh, tormenting her, chasing her, you know, has something in for her. Um, so she, but she has this connection where she can sense things. She can, um, you know, there's a seance at one point that she takes part in a little unwillf- unwillingly, but she gets completely absorbed into it and talks and, you know, with other people's voices and these kinds of things. Um, so she's with him and they're both trying to find Mina because they have a connection and they've both kind of, of betrayed her in a certain way, and I won't get into what 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 that is, but um, but I'll, I'll leave it for, for people to watch the show. But they also have come across this American fellow, um, uh, Elijah or something. Oh, Christ, I, I I got the list of the characters here. Uh, if, if everyone will bear with me, uh, he's, he's he's an American. Is this on Netflix or are you watching it on Showtime? I got confused again. Oh. Um, it's on Showtime, but somebody uh, helped us acquire some. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. The save the piracy hiding. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, the- we got to think of a new joke for that. It's just I, we've done the same damn one so often. I'm not making mocking you. I'm mocking myself too because it's like we really, after five years, could come up with a new pirate joke. I mean, we could. Yeah, it's a thing we could do. Okay, so yeah, I, I, for some reason I thought it was on Netflix. So it, it, scratch what stupids, i.e., me, said. I'm. Well, I just it, think everything like this is on Netflix. I think that's my I, problem. I, I, I didn't dispute you because I'm, I'm not sure if it is on the American Netflix or not. Uh, I'm checking as we speak. Yeah, it, I don't, it's not on Canadian. That's that's for sure. 
Um, but anyway, that's what I was saying. So they have this guy named Ethan, who's an American sharpshooter. You know, he and he's come he's come over to London, tr- escaping something from his past as well. And uh, so he's joined up with them as a kind of a gun for hire, and he has fallen in love with a with a with a prostitute in the London area who's dying of TB and um, or she's suffering from TB. Um, so the, you know, so the, the they're they're tied together in this, and you know the. The three of them caught a, a caught and killed a, um, a a vampire, you know, a creature, um, and they and they and they get and so in order to understand the the physiology, they hire a doctor to come in and do the autopsy and and investigate, you know, the body. And of course, it happens to be a uh, a young Victor Frankenstein who's working in London at the time, and, and not in a castle and not in a in a, in a tower with lightning bolts, but like in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a building right there in, in the middle of London. And, um, and so he comes in and he starts investigating and getting kind of interested in what's going on with, with how they're uh, cheating death, uh, not by, you know, the creature not, are cheating death, not by reanimating themselves, but by, you know, this, this, you know, what they're doing with blood and, you know, like there's all these little hints and nods and winks. Like they they, they get the uh, the help of a hematologist named you know Dr. Van Helsing, <laughs> and and Van Helsing kind of knows more than he lets on about the vampires and and what they are and who they, and what they're all about. And because he says Mr. Her- Mr. Murray doesn't uh, doesn't quite co- fully comprehend what he's gotten gotten himself into. So you know there's there's different layers of of lore going on here that that we the viewer don't have the full story on uh of course um and then finally there's one more carrot running around and, that, and that's dorian gray and he is kind of like this aloof you know s- sex obsessed uh you know wheeling you know s- swinging dick kind of guy he doesn't really do anything other than than have sex with people <laughs> it would appear but he's uh he has a lot of money and he and 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 uh and he's very interested in, in, in Miss Vanessa. So, it, you know, it's when I, when I describe this premise to, to to some people, you know, some people immediately roll their eyes because they're like, oh, how, you know, contrived is that? But it's actually, you know, having watched now six episodes of the eighth in the first uh, se- the first season, it's it's not too bad. It's it's silly. Like it's it's as dark and brooding as it tries to be. It's it's actually quite light and easy to watch. Um, you know, and there's also a lot of sex in it. There's a lot of nudity and sex. So if you're into that kind of stuff, it's an extra bonus, I suppose. Um, and everyone's having sex with each other all the time. It's like it's like watching Game of Thrones, but with the with the universal monsters, right? It's is, it, <laughs> but uh, it's fun. It's a fun show. I, I I've enjoyed it. We have got two episodes left, and we're waiting to watch them back to back because um, you know. It's hard to watch the pen, the penultimate episode of a series right before the finale, so you know we're gonna watch it back to back probably this weekend. Yeah, um, I mean Timothy Dalton, you know he sucked as Bond, but he's a really good actor. So's Josh Hartnett. Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty good in it. Uh, I mean, um, who else am I seeing here? Billy Piper. Oh. Billy Piper from from uh, Doctor Who is is the prostitute. I I like Billy. Piper, it's, I think she's an above-average actress. I just never was all that enamored with Rose. Yeah, we got any hardcore Doctor Who fans listening? I might be in deep shit because they they're still a, a big camp of Rose 
Rose fans. And I just, I don't know what it was about her. I just never really, I'm much, much, much more uh, glommed on to, I guess would be the word, uh, with uh, <laughs> Amy Pond than I did, ever did Rose. Dalton's okay in it. He, you know, he, he's a little bit. He's a, so far he's been a bit of a one-note, like kind of gruff, um, you know, mad and obsessed with, with finding his daughter, which I suppose he would be. But he ha- he hasn't shown yet a whole lot of of uh, variety in his character. But everybody else kind of has been flushed out uh, fairly fairly well. Um, we have we haven't got the full details of of Harnett, Josh's Harnett, Josh Harnett's uh, character, Ethan. The American gunslinger, um, what, what his supernatural deal is. Lana and I think that he's a he's a werewolf, and we'll we'll see if that turns out. But what's going on in London at the time of this going on is um, people are being are getting killed and kind of torn to pieces, which is and like this takes place after Jack the Ripper has been has been caught and or so, so you're supposed to believe. Yeah, and so so the, the the press is 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 wondering if it's Jack, if Jack the Ripper has returned somehow. Um, the but the the M O of the, all the murders is not quite Jack the Ripper. There's nothing surgical about what what's happening. They're kind of getting torn to bits, which is also not even the M O of of the vampires, because he because uh, I mean Murray keeps asking the police when he comes across these murder scenes, ha- had they been drained drained of blood or not, and they and they. I think they've all said no. So um, there's something else going around doing these things, and uh, we're we're fairly certain it's it's Ethan. I don't know if I could be a long haul fan of that. I, Victorian London gets uh, old to me after a while. Yeah, I, I, I watched thankfully, like thank, thankfully it's only eight episodes a season, so. Right, but it's just it's still cumulative effect, especially the way I binge watch anymore. You know. Like at Netflix, I logged into Netflix to see what was on there. Of course it's not, because nobody wants to share. HBO has to have their own little thing. Hulu has to have its own little thing with about as many ads as fucking YouTube seems to be getting. And Showtime has to have its own thing. I'm A, not the wealthiest person in the world, and B, I'm fucking lazy. So I'm going to watch Netflix. There's something on there. I'll watch it. If there's not, I got books. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm not chasing the dragon around much anymore. I, it's really getting on my nerves. Um, I mean, they're all producing great content. I think, I think it's Netflix and HBO right now. You know, are are top two, and there's going to be a lot of people that go, "Oh no, it's HBO by leaps and bounds." Well, it's fucking Game of Thrones. Go away. You know, I mean, House of Cards is pretty fucking good. Yeah. It, it the 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 nerd factor. Has a lot to do with um, has a lot to do with how you know it it goes. Have you seen? Uh, you're gonna have to probably look it up, but I'm gonna give you something to look at here. Have you seen this photo yet? The still of this, not from the trailer. Let's see. Hmm. Oh, which which one? There's a bunch of different. Sorry, I muted the cough. We'll have to cough to cut out a bunch of dead air there. My bad. Uh, the the Sith Lord. I don't give a flying fuck about the trooper and Chewie and Han. You mean the one that has the him walking with three different stormtroopers? No, the sorry. At the, ha- at the very top. Scroll to the very top. My bad. This is this makes for great radio. And it's all <laughs> my fault. Not yours. Uh, it's a still of the dude with the, with the how dare they lightsaber in the snow. It wouldn't let me link the fucking thing. Uh, oh, you gotta scroll down a little bit. My bad. 
Uh, this is actually fun radio. I don't give a fuck what the audience thinks. Scroll down just a little bit. Below the fucking Ewok pictures and then... Do you know I recently found out that the Ewoks ruined Return of the Jedi? I did not know that. I thought they were just cute little furs, fuzzy. Furzy? Furzy. That's what happens when you combine fur and fuzzy. Oh, he's oh, he in the falling snow and he's just there with mm -hmm. you. Okay, yeah. That fucking lightsaber is awesome. You can all fuck off. <laughs> that that looks like if we're talking about an empire risen from the ashes oh no and it's out see and this is what's gonna fuck them they they still gotta live up to the the original three yeah and and as the apparently the only person with any any sanity left because there's nerd gods allure that just do nothing but take cheap ass troll-like fucking shots at the prequels those weren't horrid for the last fucking time. And if if mediocre gets that much, you know, bile and, and hatred, how good does good have to be? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, and I, I'm, I'm well aware that I'm the only person on the planet that is even willing to call them mediocre. But, but that's because you're all watching through Star Wars nerd goggles. Sorry. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare I say that, but when I saw this still, John, I'm like, how is anybody pissed about this? That dude is a fucking badass. He makes Darth Maul look like a pussy. <laughs> it looks pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, you can't see his face. He's He's got a much cooler mask. I'm really going to get in trouble here. I, I never thought Vader was all that scary. Once I got past the age of 12... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious. That dude, I'd run from that dude long before I'd run from Vader. Would I end up dead either way? Yes. I'm not denying that Vader was a badass, but just looks alone, that dude's going to make me run a lot faster than Vader would. I just, and I, and I admit, so that, the, that I don't get screamed at for complete heresy, I like the framing of that shot, and I like the... um. I, I like the style of mask they gave him. That kind of steel-ish look. Stainless steel or white. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to tell from that. Is, is that mouthpiece actually red, or is that just red from the... From the I uh, think that's... A, that's If they didn't plan that still, you know, when they were keep looking for keyframes in the footage, because that's what it looks like. It looks like a shot from... Eh, maybe not. Maybe that was just a still for production purposes, but... Um, yeah, that's the reflection of his lightsaber. But even that makes it look cool. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, if you think about it in terms of you're taking this dude on, his mask is flashing red at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I th That still right there is giving me more hope. Although I got to admit, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a female stormtrooper slash bounty hunter clone of some kind. The one in the top right. Um, yeah. Top. Yeah, I said that right. Top right. Uh Sorry, what? The one with the cape, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I think that's supposed to. I think that's played by a woman. I do believe. Okay. Um, those two have given me more hope for this movie than any blathering that's been done by Star Wars freaking fanboys. Any of it. I'm probably gonna spend twelve bucks or whatever it costs me to get a you know a twenty-seven dollar small soda, um, and and a movie ticket, just because I want to see that lightsaber in action now. And this isn't my usual contrarian stick. I genuinely think that fucker is cool. And when I, I, I watched the trailer finally after seeing these stills, and I, I, 
like I said, I I think it looks badass. But the problem is, is it looks like the direction Abrams is going. You know, this is after Return of the Jedi. The Empire has risen again. Blah blah blah. If you think that's the only change that's going to happen, you know, a lightsaber with a hilt on it, so it looks like a fucking claymore (laughs) or a bastard sword, oh, you are in for some big surprises, Star Wars nerds. Yeah, get ready. Don't think that's the only thing that's been changed. (laughs) Get ready for the sting. Um, Yeah, I just, I'm so, I'm actually worried because I'm so tired of it. I'm just yeah. so tired of the fact that nothing in gamerdom or nerddom can be touched without this fucking wailing and flailing and gnashing of teeth. Have you... I, I ignored it, but did you see anything on that Fallout 3 writer? Basically, sir, Fallout... Not Fallout. Fuck. Balls. Half-Life writer who basically let the cat out of the bag that there is never going to be a Half-Life 3. No, I didn't see that. I let it go by because it was in the rumor stage, and I actually had to go to Reddit to find it. It was two days later that it popped up on the very useless Twitter (laughs) one morning, and I went, yeah, right. And so I went to work, and by the time I got home a few hours later, I'm like, I still saw it uh, linked again. So I went to Reddit and got my my immunization shots, went to Reddit. Um, And and basically... It was in some German Pupenschlingen magazine or, you know, the places they go where they know it'll get out, but the, it's it'll take a while. You know, they've got an escape plan for by the time it gets out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, once you boil it all down, essentially the dude said, and this is me interpreting slightly, that they're not going to release it because they, they know they're fucked. Because gamers are so fucking hard on anything that they just said, yeah, we can't live up to the expectations at this point. Fuck it. We're done. And, of course, this is all rumor and innuendo, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I got into a, an argument uh, in, in Worm about the stupid Pixels movie, which is going to be stupid from the start because it was fucking Adam Sandler. But it wouldn't have mattered who it was. You don't touch Donkey Kong and fucking Pac-Man. That's not, you know, it wouldn't have mattered. It would not have mattered a damn bit who took that treatment, took that premise, took that short film, and tried to make it into a big budget Hollywood movie. Gamers would have shit on it. Yeah, we're as much to blame for gaming movies failing as you ebola it. Well, okay, maybe not that much. I'm waiting a long time to use that joke, and it wasn't that funny. Now that I've said it, you know, and I just fear that again with the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Because it, I mean, look, look, look what B- Superman ripping the doors off the Batmobile did. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, good luck. You do realize that the pendulum is going to swing back the other way against San Diego Comic Con in a few years, right? Mm-hmm. When a few more of these movies that show these really great trailers that you only can show at Comic Con don't fucking you know video camera them, blah blah blah. That when enough of these movies don't meet the super unreal expectations of nerds that eventually Hollywood is going to go, you know, Comic-Con, it was nice fling while it lasted, but we're going to go see other people. And they'll scuttle back off to whatever it is Hollywood does. <laughs> because, <laughs> I don't know. I, what is your, I, I've yammered way too much. What is your honest take of this Sith I won't even call him Lord because we don't know, but I'm kind of betting that's what he's supposed to be. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I I think it's fine. I I, I don't. I mean, I'm going to reserve my judgment for when I see the film and I see how he how how that guy you know plays out in, in terms of the story and how it how he fights and all that. Like this, I can't I can't make a call on one of a of a lightsaber. I mean, just the fact that it's a Sith Lord makes me think it's going to be great. But then again, I can't I can't make a call on that. It's too bloody early. Well, it's like. Pat and I argued a little bit about the end bit, but nerds focus in on with the prequels on Jar Jar, and yeah, which still to this day, it's like some of the stuff they attach to him. It's like really, <laughs> really, maybe you should go see a therapist. <laughs> it might be helpful at this point, but and 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 midichlorians and all that. Yeah. Darth Maul was written like twenty times better in the Clone Troopers than Lucas and his cronies did. Mm-hmm. Yell at Lucas, but yell at him for the right things. Yeah, they gave away too much with that one trailer, but for fuck's sake, Darth Maul was not written well. He was not a a you know he wouldn't have been written well for anything. Y- y- you know part yeah. part of the part of what made Darth Vader such a badass was the. The a the mannerisms of the character, and b the writing. Mm-hmm. You know, nerds get hung up on midichlorians and uh, blah 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 blah. Which midichlorians are stupid. I'm not saying it's not, but you know, I also do seem to recall before the prequels came out, many people wondering where the force came from. When you got told where it come from, you, well, what the fuck did you expect? It's the to me, it's always the Mass Effect thing. Of I didn't get the answer I wanted, so I'm going to outrage. You know, yeah. Oh, it's just the rage, the rage, the rage. But um, but it's what you said about Half Life Three. Like no matter what they, no matter what it is, there's going to be somebody who has you know, has something to say. That's I mean that's the thing. Nerds, nerds, and gamers are so hard on stuff, and so hypersensitive about stuff that we're screwing ourselves out of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're not. I'm starting to see this thread, or I'm starting to have this thought process of why we're getting the same games over and over again. Hello, Final Fantasy VII remake, as because they can sell butt tons of it, and there's no risk. No risk. That's exactly it. You know, gamers are so super sensitive. Uh, I'm gonna fuck up the name. Only Gunsage would be able to say it correct, and that's because Gunsage loves these kinds of games, and Gunsage is very smart about these kinds of games. But it was something like Shinge Tensai something or other. I actually... Shin Megami Tensai. Thank you. Agent K was playing some of those on a not PS2 emulator, because the dork sold his PS2. Uh, <laughs> you don't sell old game consoles. What's wrong with you, Junior? <laughs> Anyway, and so, well, if you're me, you don't. But anyway, and so he was talking about a mechanic in it. And I'm like, God damn it, why can't they take that mechanic and make a new game out of it? You know, why didn't Sony take that mechanic and a couple others in that game and have one of their first-party studios making a new game out of it? Oh, right, because a remastered Last of Us would have sold a lot better. Yeah. You know? It's like we... Things are old enough now that you can go back to, you know, back through them and mine certain mechanics and certain aspects of games and then and then make it into something new. Take that mechanic and make it your own. But gamers are so damn touchy about it that you can't do it. 
unless you do it absolutely to the letter. So we get remakes and we get remasters. Yep. I, I'm kind of hoping now that it appears he's free and it appears that Konami is in deep. Konami is Konami has gone from not. A publisher many people thought about to more hated than EA by a lot of the media and hardcore gamers in a faster time than I thought ever possible. <laughs> um, but I, I, I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe Kojima is crazy enough, especially if he's with Guillermo del Toro, that they will do something new and show people that just because you've worked on this, this, and this doesn't mean you can't do something new. Well, they tried to do something new with that PT thing, didn't they? Wasn't that wasn't that Kojima and and Del Toro? I don't know if that was them because that was Silent Hills. I might have been yeah. the other one. That was Silent Hills, but that's a Konami project too, though, eh? Right, and the, and they tried to yeah. There is supposedly another Silent Hills coming, though. I don't think anybody's gonna play it. No. Like I'm actually kind of interested in the open world Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Even though I could as easily play Just Cause a month later and probably get the same game without the fucking asshole stealth mechanics I always suck at. And they're only asshole mechanics because I suck at them. Although the return of the cardboard box that I've seen in footage from GamesCon did kind of make me giggle like a little kid. And I would probably love running around with a cardboard box on my head. <laughs> um, I don't remember which one that... The, which one of the older MGSs had the cardboard box and multiplayer, but I enjoyed that far more than I probably should have. I'm an idiot. But I'm easily entertained, so it's cheap. I mean, you know. But that's the, that's the other problem I'm seeing, John, is like MGS, Phantom Pain, big open world, do things your way. The next Ghost, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, big open world, do things your own way. It's like, okay, thanks, guys. Uh, if you need me, I'll be, I'll be buying Just Cause Three because I can do that same thing, and I know that I'm gonna Just Cause Three. <laughs> I actually, funny thing, isn't it? Huh? It's a funny thing, isn't it? Well, it's just becoming every the the studios are now starting to glom into open world, do it do it your own way. Yeah. You know, um, Agent K and I argue over the fact, or kind of disagreed on the fact the other day that. Um, he sent me some footage of, or he linked me to some Twitch footage of, um, of the new Metal Gear Solid. And I'm like, isn't this Far Cry 4? <laughs> Apparently he's not a fan of the Far Cry games because that got me in a little bit of trouble. He is a big MGS fan. I probably should not have trolled him on that. <laughs> well, because it's, I mean, that's just it. That's what it looked like. It's like, yeah, I know that Solid Snake. I don't care. It looks like fucking, it looks like the last Far Cry game. Uh, and it, uh, I tell you, it's I I don't, I don't know. Oh, something else I hadn't brought up that will kind of pull it out since we're doing kind of a mulligan stew potluck kind of show. You saw the trailer at E3 for Rainbow Six Siege, right? Mm, I think so. Yeah, the one where it's all those people talking like they're working as a team and they go through things and they're like congratulating each oh, other. Yeah. Yep. You've seen that trailer, right? Yep. Did you think that was staged from the get-go? Like like, like actors reading lines? <laughs> it seemed like it a little bit. I mean, yeah. just, just just too perfect. You know, I'm over the point of even making jokes about it. I love my buddy Jim Sterling to death, but he actually did a Jimquisition on that being a bad thing and gamers should be careful. 
And it's one of the few times since I've known him that I thought, dude, really? Please give gamers at least a little credit. I know there's a lot of them who are mouth breathers and just fucking psychos that I pick on every week. But I think we're all smart enough to understand that's not how multiplayer games go. <laughs> you know, it's like, I didn't shoot him a message or tweet at him about it, but I thought when I saw him talking about careful of this as a marketing play, I thought, okay, man, maybe you were hurting for content that week. <laughs> because it's like, I, I, I don't think gamers are silly enough to fall for that, are they? That that's how teamwork is going to go when you actually play the game. Yeah. Everyone had to play the roles very well. Yeah. I, I, so so I'm not crazy for thinking that... No, that, not at all, sir. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and all of them do it. Like Ark Survival Evolved, the game, the last uh, early access game I was stupid enough to fall for the hype for. Um, should be called Memory Leak Evolved. That... <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, I could have got a free refund on it. Unfortunately, it took me more than two hours to fucking figure out how to even... If, to figure out it wouldn't run very well on my machine. Oh, well. It's only money. And it's not like I got kids to put through college. My dog gets chewed toys and food. What does she care? Anyway, um, the, po- the point is, is like they showed that when Kay sent me this trailer for it, I, he's like, don't... Don't even start. Because when the trailer opens, it shows these guys raiding somebody's base and somebody's on a pterodactyl or some flying thing with wings. And they're like, okay, whiskey, cheese poofs, fucking happy meal. You go here this way. You know, it's like, and they're working like a well-oiled machine. Uh, you know, little general barking the orders, everybody listening to it. And I'm just sitting there going, I don't even want to watch this trailer because it's like... I, I'm no longer interested in your game. I am now laser-like focused on how stupid you think gamers are. Or or, or your delusion about gamers. Because it was like the ultimate bullshit scenario. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's, I, mean, it, I, I, don't, I don't even play a lot of online multiplayer games. But I've played, I've played enough Left 4 Dead to know that it, it doesn't happen. No, you end up with little generals who get you killed in a swimming pool in Left 4 Dead too because it's... Little Rambos, yeah, that's the little Rambos running around. Yeah, that too. I yeah, Left 4 Dead actually does have the little. That's good. That's good. I haven't heard of little Rambos before. We'll have, to, we'll have to keep using that because that you do have that problem too in in a, in a Left 4 Dead style game where they just run ahead on you. Yeah, Contagion's kind of like that. I have not played enough Contagion um, yet, but Contagion can be like that too, where a guy thinks he knows where you're supposed to go to do these things, and then gets so far ahead of you that you're screwed right contagion's basically just a more confusing and harder to figure out left for dead <laughs> it's fun and it's cool because once you get bit there's like a high chance once you get attacked by the zombies you get turned into one then you get to attack the players i.e your friends for the most part okay it's it's fun because like k got a, a turned into a zombie and he only got a chance to hit me once because he was laughing too hard <laughs> and so i turned around and blasted him in the face with a shotgun so what happens when you die as a zombie? You're just dead. Oh, okay. And you respawn. As far as I know. No, you don't respawn as a zombie. You're just dead. You're done for oh. that round. Oh, okay. As far as I know. I, I, I'll have to double check with him and get back to you on that. Because I, I, as far as I know, when he got shot in the face, it was stupid because the game has a player base. 
but the game seems to have an issue with migrating people into already open games. Right. It's 2015. You'd really think that we'd have this whole filling lobbies and filling open games system worked out by now. Yeah, it's time. Well, I mean, uh, we played... Uh, we didn't play it long because it's a bullet sponge game and Agent K hates those. And fair enough, I understand why. I like them because it usually allows me to be a dirty jerk about stuff. Um, it just allows me to live long enough to stop mashing buttons and actually shoot at people. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was called Dirty Bomb. Is that it? Dirty Bomb, I think. Didn't even have a fucking squad system. It's like he and I had to sit there. And granted, it's a beta or it was an alpha. I don't remember. One of those. And it's like he and I had to sit there and, and like, it's like I want to play with my friend. Yep. You know? I don't want to. I don't. And, you know, some people tell you, oh, you just worry about it. I used to hear that shit on Xbox Live from Carlos and others. Oh, you just don't want us kicking your ass. No, I came in here to play with my friends as a team. Not that we were ever a very good team, but... And that was everybody's fault but Pat. Pat was the only one that usually played the game right. Um, I guess Glay... No, Glay sometimes would, would, would be just as bad. All, all of us. Uh, but anyway... Um, but it's like no, I did, it, it. It's always been a thing with me. I want to play with my friends, like like when you we were playing Castle Crashers. Yeah. And the Aaron kept giving me shit and giving a shit. I was like, no, damn it! I just want to play with my friends. Fuck off. Yep. Yeah, just want to want to relax and yeah, just shoot the shit and enjoy what you're doing. I mean, we're getting we're even getting fiber in parts of this big ass continent, even though like Europe's had it for four thousand years. That's because we could drop most of Europe and anywhere in the North American continent, your country or mine, and lose it. Um, I have to remind friends of mine in in Europe of that at times. Why don't you have fiber yet? <laughs> because the country's massive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like... Uh, I'll just use an example. I was talking to a friend of mine who was a Swede in, in Warm Online the other day. I was like, you don't have fiber yet? You live in California. Somehow California, too, means I should be like... On a hoverboard, uh, I know it's it's a year-appropriate joke, but, you know, as compared to, like, Dallas, Texas or something, or Toronto, it's like, why? why? I guess because Silicon Valley's here. Yeah. I guess. But Google has gone out of its way to avoid us like the fucking plague with their fiber stuff, which is smart PR on Google's part, you know, to, to, to take it other places rather than just here. But um, what was I? What was I gonna say? But no. I, I, anyways, he's like, I told him, I'm like, dude, we could take Sweden. <laughs> You're welcome. See, I fucking can't say it. Sweden and drop it in the Midwest, and it'd never be seen again. Probably. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that that is. I mean, it, you know, you're on an island, so that has extra. Like, I bitch if my internet's down for 20 minutes on the mainland. <laughs> I'm sure there's been times you've had to do without uh, what we would consider necessary services. It took a while for things to come around, but and we have fiber here at the house. Um, and I think I think in, like, St. John's... That's because we could drop St. John's in the Midwest and it'd never be seen again, too. <laughs> I'm just going to keep running with the joke. It does... It does start to defy logic and circle back to stupid after a while, but but yeah. the point is the point. Anyway, 
that's cool, you guys. So you do have fiber there. I do, yeah. That's why why I'm probably sounding. There was, I think, there was, I think I even mentioned that on the show when we first got it, hoping that I would sound a little bit, a little more clear. Um, if you did, I've forgotten it. So my apologies, because yeah. I, I don't remember. <laughs> no, this is like this was like a year, over a year ago now. Oh but, yeah, good it, luck trying to get me to remember anything a year ago. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, I, I don't think there's. I'm not sure how far um, fiber goes outside of St. John's. I mean, probably into, you know, I'm sure Mount Pearl has it. I'm sure CBS has it. I mean, I think they have it down in Flat Rock where I'm, where I grew up, which is outside town now. Granted, it's it's not very far away. It's only a 20 minute drive. But I mean, I think there is a push to have fiber go through the whole province, but I'm just not sure if it's there yet. What's funny to me about the U.S. at least is how some of these telecoms, whether it's DSL, landline phone, duh, actually we shouldn't even get started on mobile. I have fucking angry as hell at mobile and how stupid people are. Um, Cable. I live in a neighborhood that's right side out of the small 20,000 person town. Like we're in the county, right? But we're still two minutes I'm in the city limits, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You can go up a couple different streets here that are like, you know, I don't know. I would easily walk there even as lazy as I am. And they don't have a fucking cable. They don't have cable possibility. Hmm. Not not even an option. (laughs) No. It hasn't been pulled to their street yet. It's like, how does that work exactly? Like, you're in the neighborhood. It's quitting time. Well, we did these streets. We'll be back at some other time. We got another neighborhood to go to tomorrow to see how many streets we can get to. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck decided that? Weird. I, hey, I tell you right now, that is a determining factor to a certain extent. Obviously, money trumps all of where I will live and what job I will do. Because there's too many things I consider important to be to deal with a crappy internet connection ever again. This being one of them. Don't care if we get five listeners or five million. This is a commitment. It's important. I enjoy doing it. John enjoys doing it. Glacinator, when he knows what the hell he's doing, is, <laughs> enjoys doing it. Um, you know, but it's just it's so funny to me that that, that, that I, how the hell did you design, uh, you know, design, how, how come it wasn't done in grids or blocks or chunks? You know, it feels it feels very willy nilly, but no, the I don't know how I have no idea how cell phones work in Canada, John. But here, all the major carriers have decided they're doing away with two year contracts. No more two year commitments. Sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. Until you find out that you can no longer get a phone at a subsidized price. Now you got to pay full tilt. But don't worry, <laughs> they'll let you do it in monthly payments. For 24 months. And what stuns me is people hated, and it became the public narrative of the two-year contract and and termination fees are so fucking evil that they're dancing in the streets about this bullshit. And all I'm seeing is I can't get a phone at a decent price, and now you want me to make another monthly payment. Yeah. Which, due to work and all that, and, and how my phones broke down means extra steps in my life or fucking it all up (laughs) you know so i make damn sure i'm paying for the phone i just like wait a minute here 
this is not a better deal. This is AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint wanting more of your fucking money. Mm-hmm. And when it first got announced for Verizon, who's my carrier, and I don't give a shit if you hate Verizon or like Verizon, one's as good as another, as far as I'm concerned. You're going to, you know, you can chase the dragon all you want. Damn it, use that twice. But eventually, you're just going to have to settle with one, because they're all assholes in some way, shape, or form, in, in my mind. But... I looked on the day that Verizon announced this. No mm. more two-year plans. And then you read the really fine print, which wasn't fine print, but they knew how the internet works, so they knew that people would just key in on the no more two-year plans. Not the part where they're going to scream and they ask for more money. Um, their stock price went up 25 to 28% on that fucking business day. Really? Yeah, because the fucking shareholders got it. None of the monkeys with their phones got it, but the damn shareholders did. So did I. They sure did, yeah. <laughs> it's like, God. I, I'm pretty much planning on keeping my little Samsung Mini because of that change and because they want me to pack a phone that looks more like a tablet now. I'm mm-hmm. keeping this fucker till it dies. And then I, I have threatened to go off of phones a number of times. I'm... Very well aware it's a, it's probably an empty threat. We all do that about one thing or another, you know, rage quit something. But it's going to be a long damn time. It's going to have to be this phone is dead. Cannot be used anymore. Can't be off the charger for more than 10 seconds. Because it's just another bill. It's another monthly payment I got to have now. I can't plan ahead, have X amount of cash, you know. Yeah. Around here, what they've changed is that they've there's no, there's no longer three-year plans. They're now two-year plans. But the two-year plans are now more expensive to, so that it's the same amount of money. Well, of course. Uh, what do you guys like? Two-year plans more expensive than the three-year plans. R- right, because they got to pile in that third year. Well, it's more expensive per per month. Yeah, per month. But how do how do how what sell per? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! English. It used to be my native language. Um, and now gibberish is. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think about how all these people make fun of people who go um and bu- bubble and stutter. I'd like to see you do this shit, because <laughs> you know what? I used to make fun of people for that, too. I don't anymore. <laughs> but anyway, um, how do, uh, what kind of providers are in Canada? Like, how does that work compared to, like, stupid American companies I'm used to? Uh, in, in what way do you mean? Like I mean, we have to like are the are they the same companies or is there Canadian companies or what's what's uh, the dealio? The Canadian companies. One is Rogers. One is Bell. There are a couple other ones that are kind of offshoot uh, companies, but they're the two ma- the two biggest uh, players by far. Um, and you know, Rogers owns cable companies, TV stations, lots of multimedia you know multimedia stuff. Uh, Bell uh, owns a lot of that stuff too, but it's more in the it's you know it's communications based I think believe I mean they have satellite TV they're kind of head to head with their with their business line I suppose really um, but I mean some people some some like the the coverage of one might be diff- a little bit different than another like like for here in, in Newfoundland um, your Bell coverage seems to be a, a little bit better outside of St John's if you're within St John's it's pretty well even Stephen but. When you get outside, I think the Rogers um, network, you know, the number of towers around and stuff is not as not as plentiful. But Bell, you can pretty well get reception wherever you want, for the most part, depending on where you are. But 
Well, that's the biggest reason I'm with Verizon. They seem to have the best rural tower. I I used to be able to say that word. I swear to God, I could. <laughs> uh, country, bumpkin, fucking yeah. <laughs> coverage. And so I stay with them because I'm in a lot of areas that you might be showing cell phones to a caveman, quite possibly, mm-hmm. or a lost tribe of natives. <laughs> I mean, not that, it, not, not the big-time wilderness as much as maybe when I was a, a, a younger man, you know, because I am like 65 at this point. Um, feels like it some days. Hmm. The, the, <laughs> yeah, shocking, I know. Um, well, somebody found my Dorian Gray painting and it's all been going to shit since then. Um, not a bad callback or joke, I know. Um, anyway, that, that they ended up being the best bet, no matter where I'm at in the country, actually. Uh, worked really well when I was fishing and hiking and stuff in Alabama. Um, and it worked really, it, it's worked really well out here in the West. And so that's why I've stuck with them. You yeah. know, and it, it's like I told, uh, my phone thing is, is, is through our ranch. And so it's like, I pay for some things while well, I pay for the phone, uh, and I don't pay for others. And so this just adds another step to the mess. It's like, so now do I get my own damn phone and then get you know, somebody else subsidizes this or that or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. need more fucking headaches, people. I, I went with Bell for the same reason, too, because of the extra coverage outside of St. John's. Because I, I got a cell phone for the first time when I started working at, at the refinery, which was uh, quite the commute outside of St. John's. And, you know, if I wanted, in the case of an emergency, I wanted to be able to call my wife and, and, uh, so you know, giving, giving the contract with Bell was kind of what, why we did it. It also didn't hurt that we had our, our, um, we we ended up switching our, our from cable over to satellite, and, and or well now it's uh, a different service altogether. But but you know, we could we could bundle our our communications devices, you know, our landline, our TV, our internet, and and the cell phone. So it kind of made sense at the time. What year did you get your first cell phone? I'm always curious about that with people. 2003. Beat me by two years. I hated the idea of him. I, and Glacier likes to talk about how he's a young man in, or an old man in a young man's body. I kind of was too. I liked video games. I liked PCs. I always saw that whole concept of can get you anywhere coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I always resisted the temptation it, in some cases, didn't have the financial capabilities to to afford a cell phone. So, when I moved to Alabama in 2005, it was one of the first cell phone cell phone contract I ever got. Which was that? What was that? The first part of the smartphone revolution? When did the first iPhone come out? Jeez, I'm not sure. I don't think it was. I think that was. I think that was just prior to it. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely weren't out then, but they were pretty, pretty soon thereafter. Because I remember the only reason I wanted reason I wanted an iPhone down the road was for the for the for the for the camera because the it was easier than carrying around a, 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 you know an individual camera and my phone. Talking about my mother probably loses me adulthood cred, which oh well. But I have been so proud of her because they went to a tri- they went on a trip to this spot up on the Oregon coast that is a really cool spot. And they were staying in a hotel that was right on the beach. 
which did lead to a humorous thing of they realized that they were going to have to learn how to go to sleep with the sound of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> um, which they did pretty well with. I was, I was pretty proud of my parents in general, but my mom is learning to just use her damn tablet, her 10-inch Nexus Android tablet to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And she's getting much better with it. <laughs> and she's doing, <laughs> you know, for we've talked about that aspect before for snapshot stuff. And, and totally. she's done, she's got a pretty nice camera. I actually think they both do. I don't know. I'd have to ask them. But um, that that just taking snapshots. And she, she did a pretty good job with it. That, that okay. you know, makes, makes, makes it nice. Yeah. But any but anytime anybody of our parents' generation shows some aptitude in in technology, I always I always want to hmm. pat them on the back and, and tell them well done because you know our parents' generation is to the age where you can't you can't, you're, you 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 just got to respect them. Going, I ain't fucking using this thing. Go away. Right. You know what I mean? What uh, what was the first cell phone you had? Oh, geez, it was a uh, L. An LG something something. Uh, this uh, I had a Samsung flip phone. Yeah. After after that, um, geez, it was an LG something. I think I might still have it in some box somewhere. I traded some of mine in, and one got destroyed. I think my first one got destroyed when I took a, a last day at work ride into the uh, water trough. I think I've told that story, and I decided saving the push-to-talk work radio, which was going to cost me a lot more to replace, <laughs> um, was better than my personal cell phone. Uh, and I was due for an upgrade anyway. And so I had a I had a, a, a standard Android, ra- or Android, Motorola Razor. Then I had a Crazer. I stuck with Motorola for quite a while because they kept saying over and over again they were going to fix battery life. That's the worst thing about Motorola products. <laughs> Battery life sucks. Yeah, I've probably bitched about it on the show before. And the f- the smartphone I had, the the first smartphone I had was a Motorola, and a battery life blue goats on it. And so I just said, that's it. I'm done. I'm not gonna go to iPhone. I just decided that I'm happy with Android, um, as I've stated also a bazillion times before. And so I got the Samsung, and it's still it's still great. Uh, battery wise, I, I am careful about what apps I use with it. Like I was talking to somebody, I can't remember if that was work or gaming that, um, preferred to chat. I am via Skype, which is fine when I'm here at the house, but so I put it on my phone. Well, Skype just randomly logs you in on your phone because that's how reasons really. And it ate the shit out of my battery. And I'm like, okay, uh, I, I, I said to the person, I'm like, you know what? You're just going to have to figure out another way to get in touch with me if you need to get in touch with me mobile because Skype is going off my phone. This is ridiculous. The, 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 the random logging me in because it felt like a thing pissed me off enough. Um, but, the, but the battery eating really was like, no. Because this phone by itself will last about two and a half days Two and a half to three days. Um, that's no Wi-Fi, no, you know, just standard. And really the only apps I use are WhatsApp and Telecast Weather. Mm. And WhatsApp's actually, if I was going to pick an app that's great for communication with people anywhere, it is WhatsApp. It's 
low use, low it's low use, low maintenance, um, and you can essentially talk to anybody in the world via basically SMS text. And it doesn't so far it hasn't driven up my my portion of the cell phone bill, or I haven't heard about it anyway. And I'm sure I would <laughs> if I was eating through my my data. Um, I communicated with Agent K, with it, Quiglin, a few other people. I, I really, I really kind of like it. So it's it it. I we may have to try it as a group because last week that's first time ever um, since I said take your two apps and shove it up your ass Facebook that I felt bad that I did not get your inf- your uh, message as soon as you had posted it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's uh, uh what the hell else? Let's, uh, let's do one more. Well, let me check the th- let me check let me check file. Let me check the. F- oh, by the way, you want to hear another ridiculous thing? I I'm gonna do more of those Skyrim videos, but it's like I, I had to talk to to uh, somebody about about the concept of how to do YouTube, and and I told them that it was a local kid. Long story. Anyway, that just do it because it's fun and do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, my standard mantra, because they're like, Oh, I've only got windows movie maker. Well then use windows movie maker. You know, I get really pissed off when people say, Oh, you got to at least have Photoshop, Photoshop premiere. You got to have this, you got to have that. Not if you just want to have fun and play around making videos. You know, <laughs> you know it's like, yeah, you got to have five grand worth of stuff. Yeah. You know, because that is essentially a professional setup. You're looking at probably two grand for a computer, uh, 150 or so for a cheap mixer, and the the knowledge to use one. Um, probably 200 ish for an XLR mic, which goes into the mixer and then goes into your computer. All the all the knowledge of understanding how those work, which isn't rocket science. You can rocket science, so you can you can look it up. Uh, you can kind of cheap out on the, on the audio editing cause audacity works pretty good, works pretty good across the board for all that. Then you are going to need recording software. Now, if you're going to go true PewDiePie professional and I'm not making fun of you, I'm just stating the level of professional I'm talking here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to need a plug-in card, which is still a couple 200 to 500 bucks. Then you are going to need basically two machines. <laughs> <laughs> ish um but i think in my mind the capture machine can be slightly less than the gaming rig but it's still probably going to be another grand depending on how you do it software software wise if you're going to do software recording you can do about 50 bucks um i now own them all (laughs) because i'm stupid and because i want to try them all um the one i am the most happy with these days is dx tory works really well uh, what else? Oh, and editing software. I am using Sony uh, Movie Maker 13 Platinum. That cost me like 60 bucks. But that's not the professional Zoot Capri. If you're going to get Sony Movie Studios, Big Brother, Sony Vegas, that's 400 bucks. You want Adobe Premiere, it's either going to cost you like 50 bucks a month subscription price or about $1,000. <laughs> Uh, if you're an Apple fan, uh, you're going to have to get Final Cut Pro, which costs about 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. So your hobby, if you're going to do it like the big boys do it from start, <laughs> it's going to cost you five grand or more. And that the, the, the notion that you need to have that to make stupid YouTube videos 
that is going to entertain you and your friends most likely and nothing more is one that drives me fucking bonkers. But here's the thing. I am I hate I hated myself most of this week <laughs> because there's certain things I don't want to put up with when I watch my own videos. And that would be my clanky noisy keyboard that everybody makes fun of me about and fair enough and my clanky noisy controller. Dude, I spent Three hours last Sunday trying to make a made myself, um, and not because I can't afford to buy one ready-made. I just think they look cheesy and are too expensive for what you get. Right. Um, filter. They're not fucking mad. <laughs> this stupid USB mic picks up so much that it just didn't matter what I did. And so I was so damn frustrated <laughs> I just gave it, I'm giving it up for a couple weeks, but then I just, I just wish sometimes people would, would understand that, that, or remember that everybody started somewhere and it wasn't on the best equipment, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure that's, I, I, I'm sure that's the message you gave to that, to that, that young man that asked you about podcasting. Oh yeah. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. That's the thing I have to just tell myself with videos too is just do it because that's I mean that's that's literally what we did with this mess mm-hmm. <laughs> was hey you want to do a podcast to that was literally my question to Pat and Gunsage way back in the day They're like yep okay and then I looked up everything you needed to do to do a podcast we did it um, you know and and it got better over time. Now the audio quality is going in the tank because I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't think it's gotten any worse, but it's, I'm not actively trying to improve it anymore. <laughs> because you know our our audience is used to us. I want to do this. I want I want to do the stream thing more though. I had fun doing that. It was, it was fun. A, it was a pain in the ass. It's a lot more stuff to watch out watch for, you know for me to have to keep my eye on. But um, I had a lot of fun doing it. So it's, it's, you know, like I told, like I said about an hour ago, this was a potpourri show. Anything else that's on your mind for this week before we bail out of here? No, I think I'm good. Have you seen the Hunger Games movies? The first two? I I saw the first one. Second one, you know, it's again, it's just like the long rambling rant that I needed to get off my chest. So thank you, audience. Thank you, John. Uh, About the, you know, the whole YouTube shtick. It's the second movie. I watched the second one on Sunday after I got mad at my computer and shut it off and just laid on the couch and watched a movie on Netflix. <laughs> that was literally what I did. I'm actually that was actually this wise call and I'm gonna have to remember it in the future um, to just walk away sometimes. But the uh, it it's a second movie but it was good. Mm-hmm. I, all that all all the Hunger Games does is make me go, what would I do? <laughs> would I be? Would I actually be a selfish prick, or would I be like Katniss and help people as much as I could? You know. Yeah. And it, it, I, it, it was an, enough that I want to watch the th- that I want to see the third one when it comes out on Netflix or whenever it hits Netflix. I, I've lost the, the plot on what ones out, which ones are out, and which ones aren't. <laughs> um. But but it, if if you and Wanda. Are, Searching through your various and sundry digital media outlets for things, it's 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 worth worth a couple hours. Looking for a good one. Yeah, well, if you're just looking for something to watch to relax with, <laughs> I won't say it's outstanding, but it is good. 
But that's the problem. You gotta have, you know, you gotta have a second movie. If you're gonna make a trilogy and you're gonna have the big finish, you know, a, yeah. the second movie's gonna have to explain a lot. It's gonna have to do a lot. It's gonna probably be a little bit, yeah. And so that's that's kind of, kind of the thing. But I, like I said, I enjoyed it. It's uh, let's see, yeah, I pretty much bitch about everything I wanted to bitch about. What the hell are we gonna do next week when Glacier's back? Oh, <laughs> he, he gets to talk. <laughs> Is that his punishment for forgetting when he was going places? <laughs> it's 90 minutes of him talking, and we just sit here uh-huh. mocking mm-hmm. him disapprovingly? Yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> I should start experimenting more with what just what, how how much like how much like more like me you're willing to be. Glacinator, though, I just laugh because it's like, dude, you're 22. Just like I said. Like I think I said at the opening of the show, just... Text me when you're back. We'll go from there. We, uh, I still have, and we keep running into things that make it not a good idea. <laughs> like it would probably not have been a good idea on the show. I still have a whole piled up archive of would you rather questions, so we could do that. Yeah. We could do that one of these days. Yeah, that was fun. But that's enough. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us and tell us never to do these potpourri, what was I saying? Potluck. I've said stew, I've said potpourri, I've said potluck. You get the point. Um, we have a bunch of ways you can do that. First off, it's our Facebook. It's WonderPot Online. All one word, WonderPot Online. Unless you're an obvious pot, we will accept your friend request. We have a website. It's called WonderPotOnline.com. WonderPotOnline.com. Right now, it's mostly the podcast there until I get tired of until I get over being a big baby about fucking YouTube videos and just start doing them again. Um... We have YouTube accounts. Uh, the WonderPod Online YouTube account's got a few videos on it. My YouTube account, Bruce McGee. The uh, 36Wee YouTube account. He's got some great videos to watch. Hasn't been doing anything lately, but he does have a ton on there. Uh, the Olivia made this YouTube account. Our good friend and our other good friend, What Chris Does. Uh, he, his brother also has an account. Go check that out. I just can't remember what the hell it's called. I'll start a new joke with the end of the show. Uh, the We have a Twitter account. It's at WonderPod Online. All one word, at WonderPod Online. Oh, yeah, if you want the fucking show, duh. Uh, you can get that on iTunes. If you don't like iTunes, you can get it on archive.org. I fucking hate this thing. Um, uh, eh, fuck it. Email address. WonderPod at WonderPodOnline.com. WonderPod at WonderPodOnline.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I'm really cool to follow, obviously. Uh, at R-I-G-I-M. Or you can follow John on Twitter. At John Keogh, J-O... <laughs> at John Keogh, J-O-N-K-E-H-O-E. Yes, we both fucked it up. Until episode 265. Tune in, because you never know what the fuck we'll do next. Oh, God, I'm tired. I'm, I'm out of here. See you, people. Cheers. <laughs>